For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And tell me, first of all, about the Public Interest Legal Foundation, the work that you do, and then we'll get into specifically why we wanted to talk to you today. Right. We're the only public interest law firm in the country that focuses exclusively on election integrity, on election law. Um, Some people do a little. That's all we do. And uh, we fight to uphold the rule of law and we litigate cases. Right now, we have them going from this year, from Alaska to Maine, to Louisiana, to Florida, to Pretty much everywhere in between, it seems. And Christian, uh, I know that you have filed a brief with the Supreme Court uh, regarding the case that they're going to hear about the Colorado ballot. Tell me about that. Right. Um, This is going to be decided by the Supreme Court. There's an effort to have Donald Trump thrown off the ballot. And now normally in America, we don't do that. We give people a chance to actually vote for their candidate of choice. You know, we believe in the right to vote for people. But in Colorado, they're throwing them off the ballot. They're going to do it in Maine. And they're claiming that the 14th Amendment of the United States uh, doesn't allow so-called insurrectionists to run for office. And they've got it wildly wrong, not the least of which is Congress actually repealed that provision of the 14th Amendment uh, not once but twice. So it's not even in effect anymore um, with in addition to all the other problems they have to have them thrown off the ballot. And is there, though, uh, and I understand what you're saying, and you're the legal expert, but is there, though, the possibility that the Supreme Court uh, could not side with Donald Trump on this? Well, of course there is. But, you know, look, I've looked at the law. We don't tend to get involved in flimsy arguments, uh, at least at Public Interest Legal Foundation. And uh, Hans von Spakovsky is one of our clients in this case that we filed the brief on behalf of. Um, and he is an, a legal scholar at Heritage, and uh, I think it's pretty clear that no state election official has the power to willy-nilly decide a candidate should not appear because they don't like them and what they've done in the past. Now, I see that there there is now a, a, an effort to not just stop with Donald Trump and the Colorado ballot. As you mentioned, Maine, uh, there are now a couple of other states, including Massachusetts and Illinois, that are looking at taking Donald Trump off the ballot. There are now some 156 or so Republican members of Congress that are being targeted for removal uh, of the ballots for the exact same reason, their engagement or involvement in the so-called insurrection from January 6th. This shows how destabilizing this effort is to the country to remove a leading presidential candidate from the ballot. It's the kind of thing the founders understood. Remember, they knew all about the 17th century when they were cutting the heads off kings, having revolutions in England, uh, civil wars, all over who was in charge and who who could have the levers of power. So the founders knew all this, and that's why they wrote a constitution that gave the qualifications for president right there in black and white. And if you meet these qualifications, you're allowed to run. And, you know, it's a very destabilizing thing 
when these very, very partisan ideologues who happen to be secretaries of state in Colorado and Maine uh, decide on their own to take people off the ballots. Very destabilizing. Now, there is uh, on the subject of election integrity. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Jay Christian Adams. He is an attorney with the Public Interest Legal Foundation. And there is a new survey that came out from Suffolk University in USA Today, where an alarming level of Americans fear whether or not the 2024 elections are going to be fair. How do you respond to that? Well, the first thing to make them fair is let every candidate appear on the ballot. I mean, this this relates to our previous topic. If you're excluding people from the ballot, then the elections aren't fair. But I think what's also going on in that poll is is a general distrust of the of the transformation that has occurred in how we run elections. I mean, in 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 the last presidential election, we were just ignoring the law. If you follow the law, people think it's fair. If you ignore the law, it seems unfair. You don't change the rules of the, of a game you play. You know, first down isn't suddenly 15 yards when the other side gets the ball. It, it's not how we play in America. So. I'm not surprised by that poll uh, because so many people are trying to rig the system. And let me ask you lastly here, not what is the million dollar question or even the bill. I think what is the trillion dollar question is, was the 2020 election stolen? Well, one thing's for sure is they didn't follow the law. And that gets right back to the, the, the issue of fairness. I was in cases, Public Interest Legal Foundation intervened and piles of cases where plaintiffs were colluding, meaning cooking up a resolution with a a friendly blue state attorney general to change the rules in the middle of the game. That happened over and over and over. We had the law being ignored in Pennsylvania and Matt in Michigan and in Wisconsin, where uh, you didn't have observers allowed in to watch the election. All sorts of shenanigans took place that cannot be repeated if we want to maintain the American ideal of fairness. You can't break the law when you run an election. And that happened in 2020. So with regards to those those rules that were changed mid-game, ostensibly they were changed because we were in the midst of the pandemic and people were making arguments, mostly Democrats were making arguments that, you know, we shouldn't all be congregating and precincts and polling and, and voting on the same day and all that other stuff. I mean, that was that was the argument, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the same people who said we shouldn't be allowed to go to church and go to school and everything else. And, you know, they can they also extended that to the right to appear to vote in person. Uh, And and if you don't appear uh, in person to vote, we're going to we're going to break the law to give you the opportunity to vote. That's basically what happened in 2020. And I think that. And we now, with the wisdom of, of hindsight, see what they were up to. They were up to uh, making a system that had vulnerabilities, that relied on the post office of all people to deliver ballots on time. Everything was a mess in 2020. And we learned uh, who these people are, that following the rules is not a top priority. And and again, I, let me kind of circle back and ask, you know, lastly, the trillion-dollar question about whether or not the election was stolen. If... If it was provable, and and I don't think anybody doubts what you're saying, there is no doubt that there were shenanigans that were going on during the 2020 elections, and you're absolutely spot on when you say they were changing the rules mid-game. But if we were to look at it at a post-game analysis, so to speak, could the Trump 
campaign slash Trump administration not have proven this in court? Well, look, they, they didn't need to prove it in court in the sense that the system was already being cooked against them. I mean, that was easy to prove in court. You didn't need to prove, you know, that X number of ballots were invalid when you had a much bigger fish to fry. And that was the breakdown and the collapse of the entire structure of following the rule of law. That's where the election was ripped off was they didn't follow the rules. If you go and play Monopoly with somebody and they're cheating the whole time, which, by the way, there's a cheater's edition of Monopoly. Believe it or not, <laughs> they, it comes with orange handcuffs. <laughs> and if, if somebody's cheating the whole time, uh, you, you, you're allowed to talk about it, right? You're allowed to say that they didn't follow the rules of Monopoly, so their win really wasn't like a good old-fashioned win. I sure appreciate your time and expertise. We've been talking to Jay Christian Adams. He is with the Public Interest Legal Foundation. You can find him online at publicinterestlegal.org. Christian, thank you so much, and Happy New, New Year to you. Thank you for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.